0: Hi, Welcome everybody, it's Alana from Body Matters and I will be your host for the next hour. I hope you all had a wonderful week and today I have a very special guest, Erin Null, on the other side of the line, all the way from the Berg River, from the Portable District and Erin has been on our show before previously with her first book. She's an author, um, VSX, Who Am I? And today I have the privilege to chat to her again about a new book that's just been released and that is called Detain or in English it's called The Garden. Erin is actually Afrikaans but I know that Erin's going to speak English today for the sake of everybody else out there who can only understand English. So welcome Erin.
1: Hello Alana and everyone listening. Thank you so much for having me on Body Matters And um, the same as last time, it is such a privilege for me to be here, and I'm so excited about this topic we're going to talk about today and just spending this hour
0: with you. Oh, Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so excited about your new book and, um, you know, it's so nice just to get it out there. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. So the topic Erin and I are going to be chatting about is we're going to touch on identity, sonship, and the Bride of Christ. So Erin, for those of the listeners out there that didn't um, hear your previous um, broadcast about your previous book, tell us a little bit about yourself and the ministry that you are involved in.
1: Right. Um, I'm Erin Nell. I am a lover of Jesus Christ, and I live on a table grape farm um, rightly, you said um, Milana on the Berg River area, but um, I live in the Cape Berg. Oh, the Cape wheat- Berg. Yes. Sorry,
0: not Portable. Oh, I my apologies.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> where the wheat fields are turning gold
0: oh, and the vines
1: are turning green. So you can really see the seasons are changing here and it's turning into summer. So um, I live on a farm with my husband and my two kids, our two dogs, and a lot of geese. Ah. Um, I'm an author for the kingdom, and I am passionate. And I do get really passionate about this. And it's when I see people stepping into their true identity mm. and their God-given purpose. Because I'm basically, its my passion is for people finding the Calling that God has ordained mm, them with
0: that 's very important,
1: even before you and I were born, we had this calling, and um I love to see when people are just clicking that and just living that calling, yes. but also and um, living that calling from a, a place of understanding the deep love of God. <laughs>
0: And I believe it's so important, you know, when you find your calling, you find your purpose, and when you have your purpose, you know, it, it exhilarates you. You know, you feel like you you can get up in the morning and you know, wow, I know what I'm I'm here for I'm why I'm living.
1: Yes, because I think it gives you a, a zest for life when you get up and you know, God has called me for this and I have a purpose. Yes. I actually do have a purpose for breathing on this earth. Um, that's why um, the ministry started, and it's called Anais Ministry, which is rather a strange name. Anaïs, yes. what does it mean? It, it means grace, wow. and it means grace in Hebrew, Arabic, and French. And um, their ministry has been running for almost four years, where I teach small and bigger groups on identity and where I talk about my books and basically any topic that the Holy Spirit puts on my heart. And um through this um I've just loved meeting new people and hearing their stories and um I, you would know yourself when you start mm. ministering to people you realize that every single one of us we've got a story
0: That's we've true. got a
1: history we've got a testimony and we really can learn from
0: one another now that is so, very true
1: um, the ministry started with the publishing of my first book, that VEIC is, and um, it flowed basically it flowed into different directions. Where I did a lot of private healing sessions at first, and then um, I got invited more and more to be a speaker at conferences, women's groups. Um, mm. I also started ministering at a local school, which I absolutely love, love, and. Yeah. <clears throat> um, And last year, we also started a women's group on the farm. And through ministering at these different um, places, you really realize, I think, every place in the world, there's such a hunger for the truth Mm. and the love of God in people's hearts.
0: That is very true. And I have realized that every day being part of ministry, you know, people are seeking they're looking for love they're looking for God indirectly there's so many hurt and broken people I mean even all of us in some other way you know are yearning um for something and that that is God's love you know when you find that love when you find him it it is so beautiful so tell us about your books and how did you um start with your writing journey my writing
1: journey started yo, when I was in grade two. Um, I always loved writing, but I mean in grade two you really don't have a lot of life experience to know mm. what you're going to write about. That's true. But um, it's as if God put this love in my heart and writing, um, through writing God opens up a whole new prophetic way of portraying his heart to the world. Mm. And you would also know this um, for your passion for writing because writing goes so much deeper than just talking mm. because it lays there the essence of, of your heart or God's heart through you in black and white on paper. And I think that's one of the reasons why God decided to um, bless us with the written word over the centuries. Mm. Um, I finished two books um, and, and I am already making notes for the next one. Oh, wow, that's
0: awesome. <laughs>
1: that is so You're, awesome. Um, I am excited about that, but I'm quite nervous. I think it's going to be a big journey for me writing that one.
0: And I also just want to stipulate, you said the one was definitely more a factual book, the first one, Identity. But this one is, your second one is a it's non fiction fiction, am I right? It's a story yes, the second one is a novel a novel, that's the word novel, okay and the one so the, mm, the, carry sorry. on no that's fine um so the first book that I
1: wrote in two thousand and seventeen um called Vi or who I am, it's basically um like you said, um it's fundamentals on our identity and mm. What it, is, what it means to be a child of God. And um, and that book actually started with a prophetic word that was given over me. Um, but the new book, Detain, um, the, the Garden in English, it's actually, um, it's basically a, a building block upon the first one. And I didn't uh. realize it the first time when I wrote um, the identity one. Because um, without identity, we cannot really go into this place called the Garden of Intimacy Mm. if we don't know who we are um, and what the Word says about us as being children of God. So um, the second book is really a journey into that intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And um, I think how God um, wanted this to, to go Um, And that's how it really touched my heart while I was writing this. It's taking the reader into a deeper journey Mm. of discovering um, the character of Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit through intimacy. And um, this book, what makes it so nice is it's such an easy read and also a good book even to give to someone who does not necessarily have a relationship with God. Because um, this book helps you relate to God and of the Godhead mm. in a simple yet deep way. Because um, I don't know about you, but I, I me included. But people tend to forget that when Jesus walked the earth, He was in the flesh. He was a human being with emotions, and mm. he had friends. He had close friends. He had siblings. And Jesus has such an amazing character. And sometimes through us just reading the Bible as a I would uh, historical novel, which it's yes. not really. But you tend to lose that that intimate connection with Jesus through the word mm-hmm. where, you, where you forget that he is actually a person and also with the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus is funny, he's clever, he's yes. witty, he's meek. And the kingdom of God is love and peace and joy. And Jesus yes. is filled with such joy. And sometimes um, as we grow up in our um, different ways of seeing the Lord, we tend to forget that he is a God of joy. And um, his love is literally literally out of this world. And that's, that's what the book wants to portray, to yes. just pull us closer to his heart.
0: And tell me, Erin. Um, mm, sorry, um, Nana. No, no, carry on. I'll. I'll I was going to ask you, you what was easier to write. Was it the novel or was it the first book, based on sure. factual?
1: That is a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, because it differs a lot. Um, easier to write, I would think, than uh, the novel. Okay. Um, because I was just crying my heart out while I was writing sure. this. It was so deep. With the first one, um, I learn a lot, and you have to really go and study a few things to get mm. the truth really solid. But mm. um I enjoyed both books, but the novel was definitely...
0: Much more of a, a flow. You ones. had much more of a mm. flow with that. Yes. And I love what you said earlier on, you know, where... Anybody can read the novel, you know, you don't have to be saved. And that to me is so powerful because sometimes when people see the Bible, it's intimidating. You know, it's it's like, wow, it's too much information. Where do I start? But when you read a novel, sometimes it takes you a little bit um It zooms in on on a specific thing like you said on the character of Jesus on the character of of God, so tell us a little bit in a nutshell just what is the 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 book about detain and who I am just the just a little bit more in depth
1: right the book um that I wrote first is VXS, and that is basically um about our foundation um of being a Christian and that's our our identity in Christ. Um, if we do not know our identity in Christ, um, we won't be able to fully um, comprehend our calling and just step out in faith to do what God has called us to do. Um, and that's why as Christians it's so important um, to cover identity and get a really solid grip and foundation. Um, of what it is and what makes this book so fun to work with is after each chapter there is a space for you to write your own notes um, to make it a bit more practical and then after each chapter there's also a prayer a sample basically Mm. that you can either pray through with the lord or you can just adapt it and make your own prayer to just get um a sense of practicing the scriptures and um, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit in this mm. um, through working through your journey of identity.
0: And, and it, then. Um, and it's a nice way to make it your own. Yeah. You know, to, to work through yourself and, and your own identity by going through that. And that is, I love the idea of writing it down as you are almost journ- journaling through your book.
1: Yes, because it's forcing you basically to think things through and to really Mm. just um, pause on it and, as you said, to make it your own. And um, I think that's why the Lord intended for the second, um, which is called um, the garden, the place of intimacy. And it's basically a stepping stone on the identity journey because if your identity isn't fastened to to your person, Um, you won't be able to step out and explore intimacy with the Lord on the deep level that it was intended. So basically with this novel, um, the Holy Spirit walked me through um, an easygoing way. It's basically a journey into intimacy with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because the Father's heart is for each and every single one of us. And you can only know a person if you spend time with them so through this um, novel it basically invites you to um in a in a simple yet deep way mm. because um as believers we sometimes forget that um although he is god jesus was also a human being yes um, he had emotions he had friends he had close friends he had siblings and Jesus has such an amazing character. And sometimes um, when we read the Bible, um, it's difficult for us to form a loving, um, bonding relationship with the person of the Father and of Jesus and the Holy Spirit because um, there's not not much emotion attached to reading the Bible. And I think that's why um, God intended this book to make it easier for people to step into a, a, a intimacy relationship with him. Even and the, um mm-hmm.
0: yes. No, I was gonna say I love that idea. Um, you know, where as I said, the Bible can be intimidating, but once you read a novel like this, it 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 zooms into on zooms into character and a little bit more in depth about who Jesus is God is and it takes it from a completely different perspective. Yes.
1: No, I do agree with you. I just want to add something. Yes. And um, it's just God inviting us into the joy of who Jesus is and the joy of who the Father is. And um, to just experience um, his love in a deep, 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 profound way through this.
0: Erin, it sounds amazing and I'm sure this book will be a nice book that we can use for for outreach, you know, where you can give it to people that will make such an awesome gift and minister, really, truly minister to their hearts. But before we take a break, Erin, I just want to find before you started your writing journey and what is your favorite (laughs) memory regarding this?
1: Right. Um, When I started out, Um, writing and this whole process of getting a a book published, it seems like such a daunting task. And in this, I just want to encourage someone here that if you feel the call of God on your life to write for the kingdom, just do it because it seems so much harder than it really is. Mm. And um, you will find that God makes a way um, through this hardship because um, the blessing that you will receive through Your obedience to the call of God far outweighs the hardship. And um, looking back in hindsight, you you would basically think to yourself, why did I even worry about certain things when you really know that God's got this? Mm -hmm. And um, through this writing journey, my favorite memory most certainly um, is, I remember I was sitting in the middle of the night and suddenly I was writing And suddenly, I was so overcome with the depths of the love of Jesus and the Father that I was literally sitting at my desk sobbing. In that one moment that I will never forget, I got a deeper glimpse of the tenderness and the vastness Mm. of the love of God. And um, it's just um, the last thing I just want to say regarding this is that I know it's it's so different for our simple mind and our small spectrum of emotion to just comprehend it. But in that moment, it just feels like time stood still.
0: Wow. Now that sounds so amazing and I want to tell you that word is probably for me. <laughs> so I'm going to claim it. <laughs> and I know it's for other people too. So, because I've been writing and writing my books just doesn't seem to be getting done, but I, I, it's coming to an end. It's nearly there. So thank you for that encouraging word. So let's take a Bye. short break and then we'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back. It's Alana at Willie Fever on Body Matters. And in this... Um, with me, I've got Erin Null from, um, she's an author and she's from the Berg River, from Paquetteburg side. And we're busy chatting about her two books. The first one, V.S. Eck, and the second one is called Detain. So, Erin is also very passionate about identity, sonship, and the bride of Christ. So, Erin, tell me, why are you so passion- passionate about these topics?
1: Um, with the first book, I really realized that what, what is on the Father's heart is the journey for us from orphan to sonship. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find the, um, in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 3, um, the topics of spirit, soul, and body. And God wants to heal our spirit, soul, and bodies into complete wholeness. And that's the work that Jesus did on the cross. And identity, um, and that's why I'm so passionate about it, it's basically foundation work. And God just wants to see us mature from that and walking into full sonship um, as his sons and daughters on the earth. Um, And this is such a a journey, and we have to honor the process because sometimes it's so difficult um, grasping identity and walking it out. And one of the um, things um, that is really important for me in this regard is the fact that God puts a dream, um, a calling in our heart, and and each one is different individually. And there's something specifically that he wants to do with it. And sometimes we, um, believers and non-believers, we compare ourselves to other people and we believe the lies of the devil. Um, to the truth of what the Father says in His Word about us. And that's why sometimes as we grow older, and you and I who are mothers, um, we become wives, we become parents, um, we get so lost in our identity because um, we put on our identity of a mother mm-hmm. or identity of a businesswoman. And this is not what God really wants for us. He wants for us to carry and the identity of his son or daughter as a glory carrier um, for his kingdom. And that's why um, identity is so important. Um, because the Father calls us into his kingdom um, for a purpose, and there's a reason. And sometimes when we choose to, um, to believe the lies that Satan puts in our hearts, like we are not worthy or we are mm-hmm. not good enough, Um, The one thing he uses so well in the world is um, when we compare ourselves to other people, especially Mm. um, teenagers, Um, it's such an important place um, where they grow and learn about identity. And we as parents should really firstly grasp our identity in Christ before we can teach our kids
0: how to walk in that. Yeah, that's very powerful, what you're saying. Because I think a lot of, also a lot of teenagers, just coming back to them specifically, don't really know, you know, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. They don't really know where they kind of fit into society and, and what they're going to do. But it's so true when you... um can identify their strengths and identify, yes. you know, that it, that it sets them on a, a path of di- or a direction. And that's normally, you know, where God has called them to do because each and every one of us have gifts. And just to determine and to be able to identify what it is, it's so important.
1: Yes. And the thing is, if you look at Scripture um, in Ephesians 1 verse 5, that you find that the Father is passionate about um, sonship because mm. it says that God predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus according to his, and this is what I love, to his pleasure and will. Sure. So it's the Father's pleasure that um, he wants us to be his children, mm. and he wants us to come and sit at his table and drink from the river of his delights. Um, And the father's position in this reminds me of this well-known story of the prodigal son in the Bible where the son returns and the father just with outstretched arms welcomes him home and embracing him. And um, you can see through scripture that the father is overjoyed and delighted. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes we forget that um, we hunt Um, And this also overflows to our children. We hunt trophies and we hunt Mm. accomplishments to um, just sustain our identity. But our job and our accomplishments and our titles are not who we are. Yes. Because um, we only find really our worth and our voice um, in God and who we are in Him.
0: That's where we find our purpose in Christ. It's where yes. we find our purpose in Christ, our true purpose.
1: And it's only when we realize that, that we know that we are good enough and that Jesus has set us free of all those lies. Um, because in John 8, it says, if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. Mm. And he wants us free to enjoy our identity. But then um, um, the bride of Christ is basically a level up from that. Um, if I can call it that, mm-hmm. because it 's basically um, um becoming the bride of Christ, regardless of if you are a man or a woman it 's a position of maturity um, and this is this is developing a developing process of growing and journeying with the lord and um i don 't know about you, but I think we all as believers we have this um We are so inclined to just, we want to be drawn to him. Mm. Because um, I think it's David that said in the Psalms that um, our whole being thirsts for him. And this is where intimacy um, really, and being the bride of Christ, is knowing your place, that you are loved Mm. and you want to know your heart. Because um, I think we get so busy with certain things. I know this week the Lord has been speaking to me about just keeping things simple. Yeah. And as we know that we are His children and we are called to be the bride of Christ, that all He wants for us to be is just to be with Him.
0: Mm.
1: That's very be true. close Because
0: intimacy is... Really such an important part and you know, everything flows out of intimacy. Yeah. You know, when we sit with God, when we really hear his voice, when he speaks to us, when he shows us things to come, you know, when we experience him, we are, we are revived. I, I know it's such an important key um, of just being the bride of Christ. And, yes. and I often also think, you know, when, you know, as you, when you marry your husband, you're in a covenant with him, you know, he's your husband. But when we give our lives to the Lord, we are also in a covenant with him. Mm-hmm. You know, we surrender to him. And... Um, and we need to really understand, and I think that God is our provider. Just as, you know, you have a husband who looks after you from a woman's perspective, but he's not just, he's our husband, but he's our father, he's our provider, and all our needs, he, he meets those needs. And um, so I think it's so important, the topic of, you know, being the bride of Christ and, and that intimacy, it's really beautiful.
1: And the other thing is people and believers, I know I I used to be like this, you don't really want to read Song of Songs in the mm. Bible because it feels like such a weird book. Yes. But um, I think in the last days um, and the time we're moving in, God is really drawing us deeper and deeper into that book. Mm. Um, because do you know the American pastor Brian Duran? No, I don't. <laughs> All over the world, there are people or pastors or ministers or prophets talking about the bride and the lamb. It's as if we're moving into a season where globally God is calling us into intimacy and knowing our role as the bride next to Jesus, our heavenly bridegroom. It's such a beautiful mm -hmm. move of God. Um, And that's why I'm so glad that this book is so
0: timely now. Yes. And I I think we're in that time. I believe we're in the end times and God is coming for his bride. And I think that Mm -hmm. is why people are moving maybe even closer. As you said, you feel like there's this, you know, season or where people are moving closer and they're talking more about the bride of Christ because that's what, that's what I believe. God is really setting us apart. He's preparing us for, for what's to come.
1: Yes. Um, this is, I just want to finish with this. There's a scripture in Jeremiah 2 verse 2, which is so beautiful. It says that um, you should remember the devotion of your youth, how mm. as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness. Sure. Sure, and that just shows the deep, intimate love that Jesus has with his body, mm. um, with the body of Christ, all of us as believers. That is so beautiful.
0: Sure. Erin, don't you want to share um, a testimony about the book and the season that you're moving into?
1: Sure. Um, this is really something that's close to my heart. Um, I turned 40 this year and it's quite a, a big thing for me. Uh-huh. I, f- I, I, I just celebrate being 40. I've always wanted to be 40. And um, every year, I, I'm, I'm telling this testimony as an encouragement. Um, every year I ask um, God, the Father, because I'm a daddy's girl, so I yes. ask him, um, just give me one special gift. On my birthday, that's from you, that it's just between you and me. Wow. Mm-hmm. If it, it can be a special sunrise. It can be a little feather blowing in the wind and landing on my lap. You know, it's just something that's yes. simple. And um, this year, and remember now, I turned 40. So on my birthday, I was in Muscle Bay. And um, I, had, um, I was invited to attend a Writers' Award ceremony by Dr. Riva Spannenbach. And um, so that morning, I asked the Lord again for, I asked my father for a gift just for me. And um, it just shows that he does care about us and he is in the absolute detail. Mm. And I was so shocked when I got on stage and they called me out as the winner of the writer's competition.
0: Wow, congrats. Oh, that must and have been then, awesome.
1: That was Joach, he bowled me over because I just didn't expect that. And I, I said to um, Dr. Diva, I said, Joach, it just shows the father's heart mm. for his children because how much more special can my 40th yes. birthday be? Oh,
0: that is amazing. Yo, well, congratulations. I didn't even know and when was your birthday by the way
1: it was the 28th of may
0: 28th of may wow now that is really special and you know god is so good and he hears our prayers he really does and that is so amazing let us take a short break and then we'll be back in a few minutes Welcome, this is Alana Fear, and you've just tuned into Body Matters and I'm chatting to the author Erin Null and Erin Null has written two books and she has just released a new book um, called Detain, Erin's Afrikaans. And, yeah, we've just been chatting about what is important to her and why she's passionate about identity, sonship and the bride of Christ. And, yeah, and I know some of you who've listened um, would want to maybe purchase the books or, you know, get in contact with Erin. So, Erin, I'm going to ask you, what is your details? So if people want to go and have a look or they want to purchase your books or know a little bit more about you, what can they or where can they contact you?
1: Please feel free to reach me on Facebook on my page. It's just called Erin Nell. You can send me a message on Messenger or um, you can send me an email. Um, It's my name, Erin, E-R-I-N, 800, it's 800 at hotmail.com. You can also look at my YouTube channel. It's called Psalm Stop. where I just talk about different things regarding identity and stuff. Um, I would really love to hear from you.
0: So don't forget to give Erin a shout if you want to purchase these books. Um, even Detain is such a wonderful book to give are to those who you know is not saved, but who loves to read. And this could be such a beautiful way to encourage them and to draw them near to Christ. So, Erin, before we, before we pray, before I ask you to pray for the listeners out there, is there a word of encouragement or something that's on your heart that you really want to share with the listeners um, today?
1: Well, God has really put on my heart, and I really want to release this today, that um, as I told you earlier, that God is moving us into a season, us as believers, where God is calling his sons and daughters into a deeper relationship with him. And um, he's calling us to be a spotless bride, Mm. calling us for holy living, and just for us to press in deeper. But a lot of people, a lot of believers still have difficulty attaining or reaching that secret place, that quiet time with the Lord. Mm. And I just want to encourage you today. Just remember, he loves us more than we love him. And he wants to speak to us. Um, even if we don't feel that we hear him or he hears us, um, just draw closer to him and wait on him. Um, Either read the word or just sit and listen to worship music. Um, There's um, a book that I read a few years ago about Brother Lawrence. Um, I think he lived in the 1600s. And he just said, every time that you feel that, oh, I should have done this differently with the Lord, just stop and just sit and just focus on the Lord. Don't reprimand yourself. Just say, Lord, I praise you. I honor you and I love you. It's just as simple as
0: that. Sure. I think that is so powerful, just to get into his presence. Yeah. I know there's so many people out there and I just feel this in my heart to to say this. As Erin was talking, I just feel there's some of you out there that feel like you've messed up so much and you really feel it's so difficult for you to get into the presence of God. And, you know, sometimes when we feel that way, the last thing we want to do is run to, run to Christ. But I want to just say to you, listener out there, you know, God's arms are wide open for you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter, you know, how filthy you might even feel, you know, or ashamed you may feel, you know, God Is a God of love. He's waiting for you. He he says, "Come just the way you are," and you know God wants us to draw near to Him. You know you don't have to be perfect to come to God. You know none of the disciples were perfect. You know God doesn't look at what you've done. God's heart is for you to come back to Him. So for me, just to add to what Erin's saying. Just draw back to God. Just take that step. He says, when you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. You know, it's not about what you've done. It's about who you believe in. And do you believe in Jesus? That's all he wants to know. And he's a father, a loving and caring father. So that's my word of encouragement just add it to Aaron. <laughs> So, (laughs) Erin, do you want to pray for our listeners out there?
1: Yes. Um, As we pray now, I would really like you to just make this prayer yours and putting your faith and your prayer into practice and believing what we're going to pray today. So, Father in heaven, our heavenly daddy, forgive me where I have believed lies about who I am and what you have called me for. Today I repent of unbelief and of believing the lies of Satan instead of your truth. Forgive me, Lord, and renew my mind with your powerful word. I pray that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened, so that I will know what is the hope of your calling on my life, that I may walk worthy of the calling for which I have been called. And thank you that your arms are always open and outstretched to welcome me. And thank you, Lord, that I declare today that I am alive in Christ. I am God's masterpiece, and I am part of the body of Christ. I am chosen and set apart. I am free, and I am secure, and I am uplifted. I am blessed, both in my coming in and in my going out. And that you have called me by my name, and that I am engraved on the palm of your hands. And today, Lord, I want to bless my spirit. I bless you with an awareness of God's absolute presence, sensing Him and watching over your life. I bless you with the great joy that comes from experiencing His magnitude and His presence. I bless you with experiencing His presence in both public and private worship. And I bless you with being everything that God has designed you and called you to be. And may the love of God fill your being through His Holy Spirit to overflow in the mighty name of our beautiful Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Before we end, Erin, I just really, I really feel in my heart that um, I have been chatting to one of the listeners out there. You know, I, I really feel if you are that person... And you feel like you've drifted so far from God. And you say to me, Alana, today I just want to reconnect with Him. Um, Maybe you haven't given your life to the Lord. And so today I just want to pray for you also, the prayer of salvation. So you can just say it in your own words, wherever you are standing, wherever you are listening to my voice today, if you can just repeat after me. Father God, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean with your blood. Today I want to make you Lord and God over my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that I am your child. Thank you, Lord, that I belong to you. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you believe that Jesus died for you, died on the cross for your sins, then you are a child of God. And just remember that. Um, And don't let the enemy say anything to you that will put you off. You are. And share it with people today. I want to encourage you to tell someone today that I have given my life to the Lord. So thank you, Erin, for for joining me um, today. It was so nice to hear your voice again. And I'm so excited for your new book. And I pray God's greatest blessings over you. And yeah, that your book will be another bestseller.
1: Oh, thank you. Joach, it is such a privilege to be here. And it's always nice talking to you. And Joch, this was so good. This was really so good. Thank you so much, oh,
0: Alana. Thank you so much, Erin. But to the listeners out there, unfortunately, it's the end of the program. We'll meet again next week. At the same time, have a beautiful and blessed week. From me, Alana, Willy really for you. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.